Welcome to the Good Christadelphian Music Podcast. I'm Levi Myers, and my co-host is Levi Jelino. We're the two Levi's. We started the Good Christadelphian Music Podcast because there's so much music being made in our community, and we want to highlight it. We want to help people find music that is helpful for them in their walk. And also hopefully encourage the continued production and use of music in our community and in our services. How are you doing, Levi? I'm doing great. Levi had, had a really busy and good summer. How was, how was your summer? It was really good. We Amanda and I went to Australia, and it was just such a cool experience being over there. And especially, you know, in relation to music, it was cool to see how a number of different ecclesias out there use different, different song books and, you know, sing with different instruments over there, at least in the area where I am, it's mostly just, you know, piano and organ. So it was cool to see some people brought out cellos and, and violins in their ecclesias. So it was just cool to, to see ecclesias that are utilizing a kind of a wider range of instruments, which I thought was, was really interesting to see. Yeah, totally. I think music is so cultural, no matter how we, you know, we, we, we could, we could run from that idea, but it's very true. You know, like the, the music played at our ecclesias in Africa are going to be, it's going to be very different than the music played in the ecclesias in India or, or North America or Australia or whatever. So yeah, I, I love that. Awesome for you to experience that. It's, it's neat. Anytime we get to experience kind of a different, you know, different than our usual Sundays. Yeah. It was so cool to just seeing how how widespread our community really is just being so far away from Canada. It was like yeah. one of the first times I've experienced being like so far away and really feeling the weight of like our community is, is something unique and special in that sense to, yeah. to go across the world and meet these people who are just like inviting you for lunch and you're randomly, you show up at somebody's house and you're like, Oh, I'm with this group of people who I just met, but I feel that bond and that connection already. Yeah. So that was really cool as well. And I had a number of discussions over there, which actually kind of led to us talking a little bit about, you know, the title of our podcast. And some people had been, had mentioned to me that they'd heard it. And it was just, it was interesting to, to hear some perspectives. And I think we're going to have a, a bit of a discussion about that. Yeah. It was always love feedback in all these, you know, kind of things that we do. It's good to make sure that, you know, you're hitting kind of hitting your goals that you were saying, you were saying that the uh, well, it, it, okay, so it's, it, it's confusing for anybody why we call it good Christadelphian music. And the first answer to that is that this is kind of a related brand to another podcast that I'm on, which is Good Christadelphian Talks. We, the idea behind Good Christadelphian Talks is technically different, right, than our idea. Good Christadelphian Talks is just, there's like literally tens of thousands of recorded talks online and it's impossible sometimes to kind of find, you know, to find where to start. And the good idea of Good Christadelphian Talks is we just put a talk that's that's good out every week to help people get kind of at least one talk. And it's kind of, it's built on the idea that in our lives, like if you ever got an email or a message from a brother or sister saying like, hey, have you heard this talk before? You hadn't, you would be like, oh, like, let me listen to that right away. You know what I mean? Like a, the, right. re the recommendation of someone, like every time I would listen to that, but it's a lot rarer that I would go on one of the websites and actually find a talk for myself to listen to, you know? Right. That's and you get recommendations from, from different brothers and sisters. Like they send in recommendations, right? Oh, yeah, totally. That's now like basically what we live on. Like in the early days of that podcast, I used to listen to a lot more kind of my own talks or, or, you know, not my own talks, but talks that I could, you know, look, kind of looking for a good talk. Now it's almost entirely recommendations, which is it, which is kind of cool. Cause that's the basic idea of the, of the, of the podcast. 
So fast forward a couple years later, you and I, we spent like a year, remember, talking about wanting to do something to with music specifically. We initially were going to try like a central website. We talked to a couple other Christelphian organizations and in our, in you and I just kind of chatting about it for a while, we ended up with just like, all we really want is we want people to know, to be connected to what is existing in music, like resources and recorded music, whatever. Right. It's genuinely like what we, what we said at the beginning of our podcast, where, you know, we, we want to highlight the music in our community and we want people to, to find that music that's helpful to them in their walk. Yeah. And so, you know, we're not, we're not trying to say that we are the ultimate authority to say, no. you know, a no. certain song is good. A certain album's good. A certain style's good. That's not our, that's not our job. It really, that's not what we're trying yeah. to do. It really should be called all Christadelphian music because that's basically what we're doing, right? <laughs> we're not really being like you, you exactly said it, right? Like we call it good Christadelphian music because it's, because basically because I'm, I also do good Christadelphian talks, like it's related to the, to the brand, but we are not, we have not yet found something that we're not going to highlight on, on this podcast, right? It's an, it's an all common yeah. situation. We're, you know, assuming every, assuming lyrics are, you know, scripturally accurate and there's no doctrinal issues, we're like, we're not, we're not here to, you know, police the Christadelphian music in the community. And no, I think it is an inter- interesting discussion to have. Like people do have different tastes and, and different levels of, of what they're comfortable with versus other people. And I think this is, you know, a well-known fact about music, especially in, in the Christadelphian community, because people have different levels with their conscience of, of what they like and different tastes and even different cultural, cultural backgrounds kind of affects what you like in music. So, yeah, I think it is a good conversation to have and, and to, to, to highlight that you know, we're not, we're not here to dictate what's good and what's, what's bad. We're just here to highlight what is out there made by Christadelphians. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just repeating us now, but we, like you said, it's in our introduction. Let me read it. That we want to highlight the music that's being made in our community and help people find music that's helpful to them. And through this, we're hoping that this encourages more music, right? Like I think just having kind of like a, kind of like a, I guess like a press, like a, <laughs> like a news source, you know, it'll encourage people who are music creators to say like, oh, if I put something out, then I know who to tell the tell other people too, which is, exactly know, which is what we like to do. And I think it really is like, like you said, we, we, there's clearly, I think there's very clearly a scriptural precedent. Like it would need to be religious music. There's obviously there's Christelphians who are, I can, I can think what, what jumped to my head is there's like a 16 year old kid I know who makes, you know, beats, like just like electro, electronic music. So he's technically a Christadelphian and but we're not going to be like highlighting his music. That's not the purpose of what he's doing. Right. But, uh, but other than that, I mean, I think, yeah, we're, so obviously we're being somewhat judgmental, but, uh, but really it's anyone who's, I think, trying to make praise centered music for the Christadelphian community or for the community and, or for people in general. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm on, I don't want people to think that, that our endorsement is, is all that important. <laughs> I, I do, but I do think it is important to, to hear people's feedback and concerns. And, you know, if someone thinks that that was our, our goal, the podcast, I'm glad that we've had the opportunity to, to talk about it. Yeah. And I also think music overall is a, is a conversation. Like there are, as I said before, there are different levels of what people are comfortable with. Yep. And, you know, what, one of the questions that somebody asked me is, well, what, what makes, what makes music Christadelphian? Like what makes it Christadelphian? 
Is it just that it's written by a Christadelphian or is it, is it something unique about the actual music itself, which I thought was a, a thought provoking question, but I, I think the answer is that a Christadelphian wrote it, wrote the music. I think, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. That's a good question. Yeah. I think it is that a Christadelphian wrote the music or, or performed the music. So it's a Christadelphian production kind of one way or the other. Right. But generally tied to what, makes yeah. christadelphians which is brothers and sisters in right. christ so we're bonded in christ yeah so the the as long as the music is themed around scripture and the lyrics are solid scripturally then that's that's what we're looking to highlight right yeah so yeah so I, i'm glad we had this chat so this will be our first you know part of this episode and we are totally open to feedback you can email good christadelphian music at gmail.com or you can find us online i'm very much I've been saying recently, like I'm very much online. I'm very active on Facebook and Instagram. You can track me down. I'm Levi Jelena, all those places. I'm happy to talk to talk about any of this stuff. I'm, I'm looking at our, our dashboard here and the, I didn't know this, this is cool. We're recording this on the afternoon of Thursday, September 8th. And actually we released, this is episode five and we released episode one on September 9th of last year. So happy one year anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and we that's released, super exciting. Yeah. We released four times a year. And so this is episode five which means we're one year old. So congratulations, Levi. We made it one year. Four whole Thank episodes. you. Congrats back to you. Look at us just plowing forward four whole episodes in. And now we're finally telling people what the name means. It took yes. us that long. Another fun thing from the dashboard here is actually that 42% of our audience is from Australia. So you went to Australia to get feedback and 26% is US and 11% UK, 8% Canada. So it's like... Even North America combined is is only it's only thirty two percent. So Australia, it makes sense for us to get feedback from Australia because that you know that's where a lot of our listeners are. So thank you to our brothers and sisters who are listening out there, and thanks for that feedback. Cool. The the, the other thing I wanted to cover before we get to our interview this in this episode is my wife actually, Sister Jessica, brother Mike, and Sister Sarah Robinson from New Jersey have finished their children's music album, which is going to be on Spotify. And they they have branded their kind of their their band, for lack of a better term, as All Generations Praise. And it's a really cool album. They've actually got my daughter Pippa and Mike and Sarah's kids involved in the performance of the songs. It's like five covers and six original songs that Jessica wrote, which is pretty cool. For different, it's kind of funny. They're all for the things that she wrote for different Bible schools or different times when, like, there's one like she did a week for kids on Joshua. And then one of my favorite songs on the album is called His Name is Joshua. And uh, it's just, very, it's kind of very specific, but it's all steered for, for children, like 10 and under. Wow. So it's, it's pretty simple music, but it's also, I think they'd really did a, lot of, a really good job with the production. There's a lot of really fun kind of things to it, different instruments, different sounds, you know, stuff like that. And then, you know, different cameos from the kids. So it's really exciting. So original Christadelphia, original kids music, coming out it, any any day now you can find it on spotify under all generations praise and that's super exciting yeah. how long has that been in the works for now actually a year so they'd recorded they did a lot of the most of the recording was actually done last summer in june of 2021 and they've been in the edit you know edit and mixing process for a year kind of slowly remotely and re, you know having to re-record different parts add in different instruments and stuff so yeah, wow. who was kind of helping with the the production and everything? Did you did you uh -huh. do it at a home studio or something like that? 
Yeah, Brother Jose Bevia from New Jersey, who's a world-class pianist and, and uh, artist himself. He's also, he's a, he teaches music theory at two different universities. He did all the mixing and mastering. So that's another reason he, it was sponsored by WCF. So WCF paid for some of the production, which was, which was great. And, but yeah, so that's how that, that's how that got done. Wow. That's super, that's super interesting. So did, did they approach Jessica about that or did she? Jessica did approach WCF about it because it's something, it's something that she's kind of always wanted to do. She's a, she's been a musician for her whole life and just kind of realized that she had all these songs and people were even asking, like sometimes there's the two of them are on there were actually other people asking her to write a song for a kids camp, the kids camp, California used, used to her songs twice. So, so yeah, it's just something that was on her mind to something she could do and wanted to do. And, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. So how, how many songs that she have, like that she just had in her back pocket versus that she wrote specifically for the album? Yeah, I said there was, I think there's five new five songs she wrote. There's six originals on the album. There's, there is probably another six that she didn't put on the album and she's already kind of working on it on a second one, but it'll be different. And she's kind of, she's actually wanting, I think the second one to be all children's music in other languages. Cause we've done, we, we know some songs in Spanish and Swahili and Telugu. So it'd be really, that would be really cool. Obviously that, that, that um, I'm saying that as something that might happen. And if it does, it'll be years you know, Jess and I have a seven month old and a four year old. So we're also quite busy on that end. But um, wow. Yeah, that would be really neat. I think that'd be super special for, for some kids who, who speak those languages too. Yeah. The other thing that's on the, on the docket is she's hoping by next summer to have, so actually some of it is not even written technically, you know, like what do you, you, you annotated, right? That's the word. Right. So yeah not even made into music that could be performed. So I think over the next year, she's hoping to get that done and then actually have like a songbook and slides and stuff that she can disperse to people who want to use it for camps, for Bible camps, which would be kind of cool. So she's going to call it the Bible school package, which I think is funny. <laughs> that's really great. Yeah. Oh, awesome. um, Good for her. That's, yeah. that's a huge project. So I'm super excited to, to hear it myself. I haven't, I haven't heard it yet. I'll look forward to, to hearing that. Yeah, really cute. The best part is the kids are that when the kid, like Mike and Sarah are also excellent musicians and their kids are really adorable in it. So it's good. So yeah, that's last thing on our episode is an interview that I did with brother David Smart. Oh man, in June. So like a while ago, this is, I already said this is September 8th. So we recorded this three months ago. David is doing all sorts of music production and we talk about that. We also talk about his trip to the Philippines where he got involved with the youth camp there and music. David's the kind of guy, like when you hang out with him, he'll, he'll just break into song or if someone else is singing, he's, he's well into that, which is fantastic. And so he talks about his, his music and his kind of what it means to him. It's a, it's a wide ranging interview. So I'm excited to include it here. (laughs) David smart. All right. Well, thanks again for talking with me. I do really appreciate it. It feels very like kind of last minute, but feeling good. So tell me, uh, tell me more about what the music you've done or, and what you do in your Ecclesia, but also the, the music you produce yourself. Well, I got to see that's a three part question there. Yes. <laughs> so I guess we can start with our Ecclesia. Our Ecclesia, you know, 
the traditional hymns, you know, we usually stick with on Sundays. And then we have the song book, the pra- I think it's the Praise the Lord book, uh-huh. where we have, that's more, I would say, informal, the afternoon session, where it's more, we can incorporate, you know, where we're starting to incorporate some other instruments, like I've got a, like a little, little drum, which I feel like across the board of Christadelphians is kind of a tough thing to incorporate some type of instrument from what I've seen, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not sure of any ecclesiastes that has any other instrument other than a piano, because you know, that's what we're comfortable with. Yep. But yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been nice. As you get older, you, you actually start to listen to the words of the hymns and the words of the songbook, because when you're younger, you know, those don't, those words don't resonate. Like, <laughs> you, you haven't experienced life. Like, you don't even know what that is. <laughs> but as you get older, you start to find comfort in the words. And that's what I do with my music. I feel, especially during the pandemic, you know, everyone's inside. No one was able to come outside. So where are you finding your comfort? You can't even go outside to run. The things that you normally do, you can't really do. So how do you find that escape? You know, music is a way for me to put my mind on the page, but also using the gospel in a way to allow allow the word to be preached, not in a traditional way per se, just because... I rap, <laughs> I sing, you know what I mean? So just put in those words of comfort in the songs. And when people hear them, hopefully they say, you know, I needed this, you know, you know it, may, it may be a brother or sister in isolation. That's like, they needed that, those words in their mind. They needed to hear a fellow brother or sister say those words, you know what I mean? You're needed, you're loved. Um, it's the journey. Like for, there's a song that I wrote called It's the Journey. So it says, sometimes you lose your way, but God knows you'll be okay. You know what I mean? And everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's on their own path. So that's the reason why I make our, my music. It talks a little bit of my experiences in life, you know, as short as it is. Right. But how, you know, how I was able to look at it, the mindset. Because, you know, the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your minds. So the mindset is everything. You know what I mean? How you look at things and how you look at life. So I try to really put that into the, the song so people can feel better about themselves and process things. You know, they go through a lot of things. Yeah. It's mouthful. <laughs> I love that though. So what, spell it out. I mean, cause I know, cause I've, I've been a fan for a while, but where can people find your music right now? Well, you could, you could look me up on any streaming platform. That's David Smart, Smart with two T's. Right. I have a few songs out, but, as the time progresses, I know I've been slacking on it a bit. I've been slacking a little bit. <laughs> I've been um, no, I've been I've been I've been slacking on it a little bit. But as the time, you know, you know, in a, in a little bit, I'm gonna have a, a lot more things more consistent. But yeah. you know, all streaming platforms. Well, yeah. So yeah. So David Smart with two T's is right. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you find your music. You say you're slacking, but people people will find it and they'll they'll have not heard it before. So that's good. True. True, true. You know, so for them, it's all brand new. And, and even to my and even to my Instagram is David Smart Music Smart with two T's. Yep. You know, you yep. can follow me there if you want to collab on a on a project. Oh, that's a good invite. Yes, if you want to collab, totally hit him up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, to collab, but you know, you see how we're just talking regular. I would like to just talk regular first. Do it. You know what I mean? Because we're music people. We're kind of weird. Like, yeah. We gotta, we have to, our souls, kind of, we kind of got to like each other. <laughs> yeah. Bit, no, it has to work. Like, yeah, it has to work. I hear you. So what's, what's music like for your Ecclesia? Well, and, and for the podcast, could you say your Ecclesia's name and then what, what is music like at that Ecclesia? 
Well, David Smart out of the Salvos on Park Ecclesia in New York, Queens, New York, with Brother Philip and playing the piano. It's magical. <laughs> the music is magical. <laughs> but during the pandemic, we had to switch to, thank God we had WCF hymns that we were able to rely on, I'm sure. All the, a lot of Ecclesias used the WCFs. Yeah, yeah. Been a huge, huge part of our switch to the online platform. Right. Yep. So yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's just a different experience. And you know, one I hope we get back to the piano and the, the you know the in-person thing a lot more, so we can grow in that aspect. You know, right. I do see. Yeah, I do see. I do see the growth, and I do see. You know, the younger ones are getting older. They're starting to get more of an understanding. They can now participate more. And right. yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but before before the pandemic, because yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to even remember time before the pandemic. But what was what was music like for you guys then? Like you had music events or whatever. Like what what was? Did you guys have a do you have, did you guys have a choir or something? Oh, yeah, we had a choir. We had a choir before the pandemic. Been doing it since we were, since I was born, it's been there. It's been pretty cool. It's it's more of a you got to be there type of experience. And I find more, I find the practices, especially when it comes to like our CYC concerts, the practices are more, the practices are a lot more fun than the performance. The performance is fun. You told me about this before. So yeah, keep, dig, dig more into that. The, the yeah. practice for the concert is is better than the actual performance. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Well, that's the difference. That's the CYC concert. And then that's the, yeah. the actual Sunday morning memorial. Right. Yep. CYC is, so which one you want to hear about the Sunday or the CYC? Let's do the CYC and then the Sunday. Okay. So the CYC, well, first my pops was the one who started the CYC in our ecclesia. So, and what's funny thing is sister Janelle was the one we were talking about we were both talking while we were in the Philippines. He was like, your father really picked us, 20 of us up in a small little van <laughs> and took us all to CYC every single week and never asked any questions. So that was a pretty cool thing. And we would, sometimes we would stay at the Ecclesia until three, four in the morning. We would probably practice for like an hour and just joke around for like seven hours. And then we would get in trouble. We would get a lot of trouble. <laughs> but, but I guess that's the fellowship and experience. That's the experience yes. that you need. That's the bonding. Because even though a lot of the, a lot of people aren't still with us in the Ecclesia, I still talk to those people now. Yeah. We actually have a few people, because I'm the youth leader now for, 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 our, for our CYC. So now I invited a few, you know, brothers and sisters who, who traveled to different countries and weren't able to like even participate much more. And now they are speaking at the CYC. And we have no idea how much that meant to that brother or sister to reach out to them and say, Yo, would you want to speak to the kids? Like, of course, I was waiting for you guys to ask me. So I like the relationship and the bond. And every time we did a concert, it was amazing. Yeah. Daniel has the footage from like when we were children. Like it's insane. We never had a miss for our concert. It was always a hit. Always. Yeah always is always an amazing experience and that plays a huge role into me how i am now you know what i mean so what is, talking, yeah. for people don't for people who don't know what is how you are now you're doing you're doing your own performances and stuff right yeah yeah um uh sometimes i go out to 42nd street and i perform out there i mc i host a dj sometimes yeah but 
that was because I was I was put on that stage from a young age. Yeah. So be, being scared to really be out there is kind of like it's kind of like new to me. So yeah. I thought everyone had this experience as a child and realized I didn't growing up in the neighborhood that we, we grew up in. It's kind of tough. But this was, you know, sort of an outlet. It was sort of a way for us to be ourselves and sort of a way for us to actually grow in the spirit and in the faith. We didn't see it then. And of course, kids don't see it until they get to a certain age where they can appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. No, nice. Yeah, I love that. So music music at your ecclesia now, has it been back to kind of normal or what it used to be? Or No way. No way. No way. <laughs> until we can figure out how to get the up to go to meeting, which is not updated. Listen, you already understand. Go to meeting is not... It. <laughs> The piano won't go over too well. Yeah. And Phil is there fiddling with the audio, making sure the yeah. video, everything is great. You know what I mean? So I'm sure it will. I'm sure, you know, it's right. time. Have you ever felt that like the music, the, the music you're doing, you specifically, but also the South Ozone Ecclesia, do you, do you feel that is like different from traditional Christadelphian music? And is, is that like a challenge for you at all? Have you ever thought about, like, does that make sense? I know. Is it a challenge me expressing myself that way? Yeah. Not, not no. really. I wouldn't say that because it's, it's about the words. It's really about the words. I don't curse. I don't, you know, I try my best or I'm hoping because I know brothers dissect lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I try to I try my best to make sure these things are scriptural or positive. You know, I try to make sure, you know, you don't say Jesus is God or, you know what I mean? Like, I, know you, yeah, I, don't, I don't want problems. No, you don't want that at all. I don't want the problems. You don't want that. Yeah. What about inspiration? So when you're writing your own stuff, like the, I mean, you, 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 you put a couple tracks on, you put a couple tracks a couple years ago. But, and that's hard. I know that's hard when you, when you're put, when you're writing your own stuff, you're trying to put it out. What, like, what inspires you? What, like, how does, how does that happen? I try to explain that to someone who's never, who's never done that themselves. Does that make sense? Reiterate one more time the specific question. <laughs> All right, I'll say it again. So you put out, you put out some music on for david's for david smart hostile takeover the more i see and stuff like that you wrote those you wrote those tracks explain the motivation to do that because i think for a lot of people that's that doesn't that doesn't come naturally right well it was it was the uh, the motivation would be <clears throat> let me get, i never really thought about that when people ask well, mainly it was to preach. The Bible says, go out in the world and preach the gospel. So that was my form and my way of preaching, but making it, because a lot of times I feel like people put out music, but it's kind of boring. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like it'll, it'll reach the crowd because, you know, it's not appealing. <laughs> it's not appealing. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's a piece of me. Like my music is a piece of me, meaning my culture, New York culture it's all mixed into one you'll hear all of it it's also people listen they know when it's genuine and know when it's from the heart 
And if it sounds good, it sounds good, you know. And whatever you put into your your song, the feelings, the emotions, people feel those exact feeling and emotions. So the motivation, yes, yeah, to really go out and go out there and 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 see who needs help. Because I feel like you know how, like how would Jesus be today? You know, they'll treat him. They'll treat him the same. <laughs> they'll treat him exactly the same. Like they're we were told that we're not we're going to be hated you know people are not going to like what we preach people are not going to like what we say some people you know yeah. but for the most part you know when we go out there and just speak our truth you know you know you, you can believe what you want to believe but i'll i definitely believe what you know we, we believe scripturally i'll give you a little piece of it and you could take with it how you want you know yeah. the bible says if if the people in that place doesn't don't want to listen, dust your feet off and keep moving, right? So <laughs> it being on Spotify, if they, people are searching for that music, that's something that they sought out for because they like something about me. They want to they hear something. Why do you come back to my page? What, yeah. what do you come back for? Obviously, you got something. You're not being depressed. It's not, it's not hurting you. You, yeah. know, you obviously find something that it's helping yeah. in some way, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Love that. Yep. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit. So you went to the Philippines a couple months ago. Yep. So I want to switch to the Philippines because so this might be a whole separate written article, but what we're going to figure out now is so you, so if you could say, so you, you went to the Philippines with WCF on that trip. What was that like? What was the, what was the invitation like? What was getting there like? Just, just go, just go on, just go on the Philippines. Well, it was a twenty-hour flight, <laughs> which was surprisingly not that bad. I was there with Daniel and Sister Janet, and it was great. We kept each other company. It was, let me say, the arrival with Brother Albert. Yes, but Albert was amazing. He didn't, let, he didn't, he didn't leave us alone for anything he was he kept the, the hospitality was amazing and you can sense the unity within the brothers and sisters in that ecclesia it's like a close-knitted family and i think it's amazing he was a brother john popel i know he came to our ecclesia i think in 2014 and 16 yeah his talks are always amazing always yeah. but john yeah. man i remember the, i think it was on a sunday where he said this is the bread this is death this is the blood this is life and then how he put it i was like I went back to my ecclesia. I said, I'm doing this next Sunday. It was amazing to see all um, and, and just a fellowship with them, just to be around them. It's iron yeah. sharp and iron, yeah. you know? So I'm just like absorbing this. And they're like, what can I pick up? But the, um, the Australians were, were, it was hilarious because we were comparing wording. We were like, that's not how you say that. And I'm like, yes, it is. That's not how you say that. That's weird. And we were just doing all, it was cool. It was, we were fellowshipping as regular human beings, which I feel like is the baseline for everything. Do I even like being around you? Because yep. if I don't like being around you, I don't want to, I sure don't want to hear about the Bible right. from you. Yep. So uh, we had that basis of unity, of friendship. And then from there, we were able to have certain discussions. From there, we were able to say, to get more personable about each other's personal lives. You know what I mean? Steps to it. All in that two weeks, two weeks, one week, two weeks. In that time, we got very, you know, personable with the uh, conversations. The food was amazing. The new <laughs> thing to me was rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Yeah. And I was trying, usually in our ecclesia, we, me and Dan, we try to help out, we try to fit in where we could fit in. And it was hard to find a place to fit in because everyone was just so like, yeah, they had things done except for the audio. Me and Daniel found a place with the <laughs> audio. We were, that's not how you do that. And we turned there because we always try to help out. And I think that's the cool thing about Christophias Worldwide is always how can I help? And we had an amazing surprise wedding that we were all randomly invited to in the U.S. That just doesn't happen. You know, <laughs> like, I'm just come tomorrow with it no one does that and i end up singing for the actual wedding and amazing. i think that was amazing yeah they allowed me to sing and that was that was and that was a song that i actually wrote i wrote a wedding song and they allowed me to perform it there what's the and name of the wedding what's the name of the wedding song look at my eyes <laughs> Right, give it, give it, give us just like, give us just like two bars, just like what's, what's a, just one part you of it. Told me to bring my piano, leave my. I, I know, I, sh- I should have told you, just, just one little, one little right. taste. What's the taste of that song? Okay, so I have to sing the part where, where God comes into play because right. Right. You know, I got to figure out where that part is. So it goes, look in my eyes and smile. Come and look at me here at this aisle. I want you to be my queen here in these times. God bless you and bless our see the future with us. I know that we can be. Then it goes up. Oh, in love with you. Oh, oh, oh. So then that's no, that was so good. Thank you, thank you for doing that. That's amazing. That was so good. So you performed that at the Filipino wedding. That was after the youth the the youth conference you guys went to, right? Yeah, yeah. Right after the the youth conference, they took us everywhere. Thank you to Brother John. Also, I went to buy food, and Brother John said, "Your money is not welcomed here." Can the accent is new to me? The accent is new. It's cool to me. I think anyone that sounds different is cool than New York. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to them, we sound cool because it's different. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, he was cool. Like I said, the hospitality. I bought a big bag of chicken. I sat there and ate the big bag of chicken. I'm like, you could just have this whole chicken to cut it up. All right, just cut to the <laughs> <laughs> So you, you, which like we, like we said, your skill is music. What, what did you feel when you got there? Like, how did you feel you could like, did you feel useful there leading people in music or? I think sister, oh man, I gotta look at me forgetting her name. I hope she doesn't see this and get mad. Oh man, the sister who led it was amazing. Her voice was just melodic. Everyone's voice is just melodic. It was like, they were all just trained to, sing beautifully it was like Camp Lador everyone yeah. just sang, like they practiced for months and years I don't know you know Camp Lador but um, yeah everyone sound amazing I think everyone should just come together and thou- all thousands of us and figure it out how to be together and just sing and <laughs> I tried I tried I, I didn't really try to lead my thing for going to a place it's how can I fit in or how can I help I don't want to lead things right. just things just happen they sort of come. kind of yeah, right. you know, organically. Yeah. Did you? Feel- oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I'm sorry. We were on the boat. We were on the boat when we were on the boat ride. There was a brother with a guitar, 
and he just started playing out of nowhere. And this is a public boat ride. The entire boat came and watched us sing. We were just trying to figure out what was going on in the back. And I think that was a huge part of the trip. And that was a huge part of the trip, just giving praise to God publicly anywhere. And they just did that. You know what I mean? And that's what I, I love because I, I randomly do this all the time. So for me to see this was just insane. Sorry for cutting you off there. No, you're good. That, 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 I was, I was kind of looking for that. Like, when did you feel, uh, when did you feel was like the, the most inspirational part of your trip? Was it that, or was there another time musically? No, it was, but Albert, even though he had surgery on his back and I, I asked him if I could talk about this and he said, sure. I think he had a surgery where I think he has to like turn his head sideways or something like that for food to come down. It's like a spine surgery. And we're going to get our COVID test to come back. And I'm like, Daniel, but Albert is going to walk us all the way to there. Let's, let's go quick and then come back quick before he figures it out because we don't want to, you know, not bother him because he doesn't feel bothered, but we don't want to have him walk that much, exacerbate whatever it is. So we snuck away <laughs> with one of the brothers. And Brother Albert came out of nowhere from the side. <laughs> there was no way we was we, there was no way he was letting us go. He said, "No, we came with you, and and we're gonna look out for you." You know, wow. we try to pay, try to pay for everything, and I'm just like, "All right, if you pay for this one, I pay for the next one." It was like a battle of humble and hospitality. We were trying to, and that was I think that's a hilarious thing. We were like, "Who's let me treat you? No, let me treat you." And then he's no. like. But if you don't let me treat you, I'll be very sad. And then I got sad. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That was cool, yeah, man. that's yeah. awesome. So, so he was a real hero for you. Hey, man, he was cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was cool. Love yep. that. So what did you learn? What did you learn from the Philippines that you want to take home? Mm, what did I learn? Well, the aspect of unity, even to our own ecclesia and to anyone else who's listening, I feel like in New York, we have a lot more opportunities. And when we get these opportunities, we start to separate. I feel like the flesh starts to take over more. You can't really control it too much. And you, whatever natural human being feelings start to take over, and you start to do things that are not necessarily scriptural to a certain extent. Um, the Philippines, no one is like a millionaire. Yeah. You know, And I feel like, I'm not saying they're poor, but the lack of certain things is allowing the unity. I feel, I don't know if I'm looking at it too in a weird way, but that's what I saw. I saw. No, that's um, interesting. Yeah. Because even at camp, in our, in our camp, one brother don't have flour or, or sugar. Your parents would say, go to sister so-and-so cabin to see if they got some, whatever it is. And they will come and offer you sugar. They'll offer you flour. It's a community. That mm-hmm. was the community. That's what, that's probably where I was getting at. Not even that poor rich, just community. Everyone's helping each other. Yeah. You know, and that's what's cool. There's no, oh, this brother might do this or this brother might do that. It's literally walking by faith, you know, because who who am I to, you know, who are you or who am I to yeah, pray about the situation before you get into it the best you can? Because you know, you can't stop things out of your out of your control. And you don't know what God got for you. We have a plan, we always try to go a certain path in life and then god is like maybe that's not what i want for you <laughs> maybe that's not what i want but i was like no god i want to be a doctor what are you doing i'm trying to be a, a scientist i want to be this and he's like no you're going to be a guidance counselor because i i have this kid who i need you to talk to you know yeah. what i mean and that's insane how life works sometimes yep. 
well coordinated. Yeah, absolutely. So what's next? What's next for you? What are you inspired to do? What's happening next? Well, I was I was um, approached by one of the sisters to actually go to Ecuador next year. She was saying, well, you got to learn Spanish. <laughs> so but the thing is, I have to take Spanish in college next year anyway. And I would love to help. I would love to communicate more even in my high school job. I, I work with high school kids for the kids, for the, for the Spanish speaking kids. They love trying to communicate with me, but we're just all like hand signs and whatnot. So <laughs> it would be a great thing to meet those brethren up there and, 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 and see what I could learn. That's it. Just see what I could learn and see how I can help. Whether it be music, fitness, could I do my, you know, personal training stuff, you know, and iron sharpen iron, see who we could communicate with and just keep the contact with in the faith. Nice. Man. Yep. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, we were we were just in Costa Rica for a family vacation. It was my my grandparents' 60th wedding anniversary, which is insane. And uh, my parents' 30th is on Saturday. Oh, nice. We're going on Saturday. That's insane. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not even 30 yet. Yeah, I know. Isn't I'm not that, even 30 that crazy? So so we went to Costa Rica and then we went, there's a there's an ecclesia in Costa Rica. So San Jose is the is the capital of Costa Rica. And there's like it's like a full-on ecclesia, like kids our age, kids your age. It's like there's a, a group of 50 people there that are like living it, doing it in Costa Rica. So it's, it's really cool. That would be fun. That'd be a fun thing to see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we should, we should do something. We should do some sort of, some sort of, I don't know. I'm, I'm cooking on something. I'm going to turn the recorder off. So thank you for your time. <laughs> this has been great. We're going to use this stuff. So thank you. And that was David Smart. Thanks again, David, for your time on the interview. Really appreciate everyone who comes on the podcast and uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll continue to do more interviews and uh, we're looking forward to doing that. So we're excited to keep going with this and uh, whatever the next one is, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll find someone else. Thanks again to everybody for listening and talking and talking about the podcast. Thanks for your feedback. We really appreciate you all. So here is, his name is Joshua by, by All Generations Praise. Moses died, the people were dismayed. God appointed a new leader in his place. Safely they crossed the river Jordan, to Canaan's shores they came. Their new home by God's grace. His name was Joshua, a strong and faithful man, he guided Israel, brought the people to the land, he taught us about Jesus, the lion and the lamb, who will come again, with a strong and safe. Shout God's people conquered Jericho. The city AI fell and Achan stole the road. The men of Gibeon said they'd come from far.
far away, really. And the sun stood still on history's longest day. His name was Joshua, a strong and faithful man. He guided Israel, brought the people to the land. He taught us about Jesus, the Lion and the Lamb, who will come again with a strong and saving hand. His name was Joshua. Strong and faithful man, he guided Israel, brought the people to the land. He taught us about Jesus, the Lion and the Lamb, who will come again with a strong and saving hand. His name was Joshua, a strong and faithful man. He guided Israel, brought the people to the land. He taught us about Jesus, the Lion 